Life's not about the number of brief by Pink Floyd's you take. It's the n- moments that take your brief by Pink Floyd's away. <laughs> Welcome to Sync Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and I've actually been handed this card, and I'm meeting this guy by the zoo. Is that <laughs> James Barron? Hi, consummate womanizer, James Barron here. How's it going, oh, no. Gareth? <laughs> I'm here to ruin your day. Uh, what's going oh. on? Oh, what are we no, talking? Well, I just watched um, watch this hit film, Hitch. Yeah. This Hitch film, Hitch. Yeah, it puts the hit in yeah. Hitch, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we oh. watched Hitch this week. When did Hitch come out? I didn't even write that down. Um, uh, 2000, February 2005. Wow. The same year, the star of Hitch, Will Smith, released a song called Switch. Oh. Yeah. Does that play in Hitch? I, I have no knowledge not. of this. Nah. Oh, that's really unfortunate. Maybe he yeah, was right? inspired by... He just had the... He had the itch from Hitch, like I said on the end of last episode, and it was just lurking in his in his mind. And he, that's because that's where you get the itch, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, and yeah, he just he cooked up Switch that same year. Almost definitely. Like I don't know about you, but when I watched Hitch, I could not stop saying the word Hitch. And then I was going around my house, and every time I had something stuck in my head, like a song. I'd be changing lyrics to be the word hitch. It's a very fun word to say. It's good. It's got yeah. good. It's got good mouth feel. That word. You can drop. You can drop it out anywhere, and people will be like, "Oh, I wonder what is that a new <laughs> like saying that people have on TikTok? I don't know. Like, it's pretty good. I like saying hitch. Me um, too. It does oh. have a fairly terrible connotation, and that it's like. Well, I don't know, really. It's like it, the point of Hitch is that he's like setting uh, guys up with with girls. He's helping out the socially awkward to yeah. to get into um, uh, relationships, proper relationships, not like uh, one night stands, which is what yeah. I expected Hitch to be about. I went into Me this too, movie yeah. completely blind. No idea, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd seen it before, either. I've, I've, saw, I've saw the meme. I saw one meme from this movie <laughs> um, with Will Smith uh, slapping Kevin James in the face and then shaking his finger no. That's, oh, yes. that's something I've seen many a time, but uh, <laughs> that's all the hitch knowledge that I had. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, going in. Uh, yes. What do, what, what do we think? What do, did you enjoy watching Hitch? Well, I also didn't think I didn't I thought Hitch was going to be a way more like problematic figure. Yeah. And he's like he's not problematic in the way especially to be in the mid 2000s, the yeah, you know, yeah. the decade they call it, they're realizing now it's the decade feminism forgot. <laughs> wow. It's like yeah. <laughs> um it's oddly like it's not perfect, but it's I couldn't find any huge blaring problems yeah. with it. In any way, like it's Hitch himself, incredibly an earnest fellow. Like yeah. the movie tells you he's cold and like frozen over. But I by like considering September that year, the world was introduced to Neil Patrick Harris as Barney Stinson. Yeah. Who like 
oddly the world remembers this much warmer figure but you rewatch how i met your mother and you're like oh boy this guy's a nightmare yeah yeah like yeah that's exactly <sighs> what i expected hitch to be like a barney exactly. stinson type but yeah he, he's into it for like weirdly like altruistic reasons yeah um, for some for some reason i don't know some of his methods are still fairly creepy to me oh yeah especially in the intro yeah um so i feel like he's not he doesn't get away like fully scot-free here no but it's like at least he's coming at it from the right angle and that we'll see we'll see that over the course of the film that like hitch maybe he's okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right Hitch, maybe he's okay yeah they put that on the the dvd (laughs) re-release of Hitch. yeah uh for the (laughs) in in the new feminist era um yeah yeah. Would it shock you that this is Will Smith's only rom-com? Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, like some of his recent stuff, I don't think anyone talks about, but I, none of that looked like a rom-com at least. Yeah. True. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's like, he's got a romantic interest in, um, bloody Independence Day, but I wouldn't yeah, call that he a definitely rom-com. Feels love, but this is his only yeah like complete rom-com straight rom-com movie yeah, yeah. Uh, which considering this movie is completely carried by it's hitched up by will smith yeah 100 percent. like it's it's amazing that he's only used this power once for yeah for the world he could heal the world if he came back wow man with hitch too that's a lot of power yeah <laughs> I, I like. I wonder why he made that mm. call because it's it's almost definitely on him. I feel like this movie was like pretty successful, right? And then yeah, like yeah, he just maybe he just didn't gel with doing romantic comedies, or he saw himself as more of an ex- action star. Yeah. Well, this is kind of the end of an one of Will Smith's eras. Like yeah, you've got your early Will Smith, which leads into your like huge blockbuster Will Smith, where he re- releases a song at the end of every uh, yeah, yeah. movie. He follows Hitch with his final album so far, uh, Lost and Found. Mm. Then he starts kind of doing what you just kind of call the, like, ah, oh, era of Will Smith, where he's, like, in <laughs> Hancock and yeah. Other Earth and I Am Legend, where it's, like, it's just, it's Will Smith's misses. Yeah. Not, not as, uh, not Jada Pickett, that is. Wait, whoa. Hey, um, it's when he doesn't get his hits. He's, a, he's, um, yeah. he's had an era of being Hitch, and now he's Missitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's And fair. then he gets, yeah, he just kind of becomes Hollywood's dad and just kind of does stuff with Jaden uh, Jaden Smith. And yeah. then, yeah, now we've got our weird, like, Focus and Suicide Squad and Aladdin Will Smith where yeah. you're like, you just don't feel it anymore. He's gone full dad. It definitely. Yeah. yeah. He's in, he's in full dad mode. He's sort of lost the cool that he had in a weird way. I feel yes, like, but yeah. I feel like he could earn it all back. I feel like, I feel like it's still his to reclaim, you know, um, he's just got to like put in the right performance and then I'll be back on the Will Smith train. He hasn't fully Heck lost yeah. me. I don't think. No, not at all. You know? And I reckon it's a hitch sequel. I reckon like everyone said, um, bringing back Queer Eye for the straight guy would be bad. And then that turned out to be like, so life good. affirming and great and like changed the pop culture landscape like Whoa. if you do hitch right you could like save the like i said heal the world wow heal the world hitch that's the yeah. name of it as well it's just called hitch yeah. colon heal the world <laughs> where he just like yeah. magically sets everyone else up and it's like wow harmony peace yeah. 
<laughs> it's like not romantic. It's entirely political. Yeah. He's trying to like get politicians to see eye to eye now. He solves his all schemes. conflict. Yeah. <laughs> and then ascends uh-huh. like a Christ-like figure at the end. Yeah. I can only see so that every- movie doing well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Amazing. Well, should we talk about the, the movie that is setting the groundwork for that outstanding sequel, Gareth? Yeah. That uh, sounds good. The movie Hitch. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Opening title, speak to me. You know the drill. It's all here. Um, got uh, various ladies waking up in the morning about their day, doing their things. Um, uh, there's like guys trying to hit on them. This is like a weird montage at the start of this movie. Mm. I'm not entirely sure what's happening at the time that I'm writing this notes. <laughs> Hitch, uh, Hitch is giving a monologue over this about what women think about. Um, yeah. And like all these uh, things that they say as excuses for not going out with someone basically. And then, um, yeah, here, here he is. We get to see him here. Hitch. He's doing something with a dog. Um, mm. His his full name is, by the way, Alex Hitch Hitchkins. Or like yeah. Hitch is his like nickname, I guess. So Alex Hitchkins. Um, but he goes by Hitch because why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there's just like a weird montage of like uh, these dudes being rejected or avoided by girls. And then like through the magic of uh, Hitch, they all hook up with these girls. Yeah. Um, his move here that we see him performing is that he like lures a lady's dog out of a closing elevator <laughs> by putting like a, a dog down <laughs> for the other I dog like, to chase after. Classic like Lola Bunny of the Dashian world. Like yeah. it's a dog with a little bow in its hair. <laughs> a little stunt dog that he's got yeah. and puts down and then the dog races out and then he hands it off to a guy who's trying who's trying yeah. to set up with this girl and he like fakes saving the dog from running out into the road which i think i think this is shady as fuck i hate this yes. like fabricated story it's yeah cr- this is the worst thing hitch does and he does it immediately it's yeah the, almost the opposite of literally the opposite of saving the cat yeah basically it, it yeah. really sucks it's like we hit we're hit immediately with like exactly what i expected from this movie and i was like oh yeah. man this is gonna suck <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh and then yeah like this guy like we see his relationship develop with this girl and then yeah he's like had sex with her and that's the end goal <laughs> apparently yeah. it's like great okay um and yeah well hitch hitch is like on what he says is that he's only going to help you up to the first kiss yeah but yeah it's pretty implied like the fact it ends with them waking up together it's like the movie's saying like yeah 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 hitch helped yeah (laughs) hitch helped you know what (laughs) happens after that kiss (laughs) it's all the sex all right that's how a relationship be Mm. according to hitch um you don't hit it and quit it you hitch it and quit it well (laughs) (laughs) maybe i shouldn't write the hitch sequel (laughs) (laughs) maybe leave it to the professionals gareth Mm. all right me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so we zoom into this um bloody old firehouse that reminds me of the firehouse from ghostbusters and um He's given advice to various people here. Um, uh, he's try- like trying to hook this guy up with someone. It's, we're just sort of <laughs> seeing his day to day, right? 
Yeah. And uh, how he's getting these girls um, and orchestrating the dates, etc. And then, yeah, uh, it's all good. It's all success. Mm. Um, and then we cut from this, uh, like, very uh, cheap intro, really, um, to uh, Sarah? Sarah? Uh, I think it was Sarah, because I did... I put this on without Pink Floyd okay. um, just while I was going about my morning and then I ran out of things to do and just sat and watched all of Hitch thinking um, friend of the show Maddie Smith would come home sooner and she didn't. So oh, I just no. kept watching Hitch and I, yeah, completed Hitch and that was the last film I watched in my 20s. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost, um, I snuck in a, we'll get to it. We'll probably bring it up, the other film I watched. I snuck in a different film in between this and Hitch being the first film I watched in my 30s as well, because that would have been interesting. Oh, man. If it was both, that would be a little wild, yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back Hitch is, like, the weirdest possible bookends. What if this decade goes great and then I have to do it every end of a decade, every end of my age decade is the double hitch i don't think it's based on the double hitch i don't know i'm not superstitious in that way okay you're not stu- super hitches no not quite <laughs> oh my gosh uh yeah so uh sarah then um played by yeah. eva mendez uh here is the key love interest for hitch over the course of the film and here she is um we get her already and she's just like getting a bit of background stuff here at the um at the with her co-workers mm. uh uh she's like single and uh, works for this gossip magazine gossip rag kind of thing she's a reporter kind of person um and uh yeah her co-workers imply that she be she should be out dating and all the clocks go off in time <laughs> yeah. by the way we're still doing the pink floyd thing i haven't really noticed anything <laughs> over the course of this no, intro neither. as well um, she's wearing a, uh, Beatles t-shirt and that's really throwing me off. Um, yeah. just like in my head, I just keep imagining the Beatles and I'm like, these guys, they are Pink Floyd. All right. I'm not as happy. As far as I know, we haven't crossed much paths of the Beatles yet in this endeavor. Not yet. To watch every film a little with Pink Floyd. And that's Even though like I... the two, the two definitely crossed paths in the sixties and then yeah. went very different directions. So Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. What if Pink Floyd's scaring the Beatles away and only Eva Mendes <laughs> is strong enough to bring them? I don't know. I don't know. That would be a new development for me. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to consult my graphs and figures and ta- tables uh, yeah, and see sure. what that does to them. I d- I've never tried to factor like another band in really, you know. No. No. Oh, well, we, we've been forced to a couple times. Oh, yeah, we did the, the Yu-Gi-Oh thing, but I wouldn't call that a band. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah and uh, the who we had but oh we did have the yeah. who i forgot all about that man they kind of just got like pushed back down by the pink floyd like basically yeah yeah smothered it's, beneath it's tough. Yeah. yeah it's tough when you have one band on mute and another band playing for the other band to really get a chance <laughs> it is it's real tough they should uh, have thought of that yeah <laughs> when making this movie and like put, mm. put more beatles presence in there just get like yeah Get, like, Paul McCartney to make a cameo if someone... Oh, Paul McCartney as um, Albert? That would have been amazing. Oh, hell yeah. Back on board with Hitch. Amazing. I just can't make her fall in love with me, Hitch. <laughs> oh, she's just... I'm not famous at all, and she totally is. 
<laughs> no one would believe it. It's so great. Oh. <laughs> he plays like Albert, and the idea is that he's like just a normal New York guy, but he's still just Paul McCartney. <laughs> it's the exact like, same role as Kevin James yeah. plays. Yeah. Oh. The extras aren't told that Paul McCartney's going to be in it and keep looking at him like, what? That's Paul McCartney. <laughs> Everyone's staring at him all the time. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, she's like using her gossip powers around the office, basically. Her boss tries to like mm. call her out on something, and then but she's got like this weird investigative knowledge on him. And so he's like, oh, I'll give you a raise because we're like, <laughs> I don't know. It felt very like morally bankrupt, this whole thing. Like everyone had blackmail over each other. But yeah, um, so she was on holiday and she got a photo of um, Kim and James's lo- later love interest. And um, one of the scars guards who gets cut out of this film. Yeah. Um, are, like cheating on each, well, cheating with each other. So like she just immediately gets a raise, even though. Yeah. Yeah. She, I don't know. <laughs> It's weird. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, they like neither of them have that like good uh, jobs. Really, they're kind of like morally no, ambiguous sure. jobs. Is maybe why they end up together. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway. Um. So yeah, she's like that's established. We've established both those characters now, and then mm. we go to um. Uh, Hitch is at a bar hanging out with his uh, friend, who's played by Michael Rapaport or Rapaport. Yeah. I don't know how to say this guy's name, but I do like him um, as an actor and stuff. He's he's like interesting in, in a lot of things. He's kind of just always plays the same character in whatever he, yeah. he's in. But I do enjoy his, his presence. Um, he was in a sitcom that I don't remember watching, but I do remember thinking about an English class. Yeah, so, all right. <laughs> I don't know what that says. Uh, it was one of those ones where like he's like... He's got a family and kids and they're always making him yell. <laughs> they're always yeah. driving him up the damn wall with oh. whatever it is that's going on that week, you know? And he's always yeah. like, ah, but I love them. <laughs> you know? That was his <laughs> yeah. whole thing. <laughs> and that's, God, they used to churn those shows out in the 90s. Yeah, and man. There are so many. And they're like, yeah. he's like... It, the the name that came to mind was according to Jim, and it's not according to Jim. <laughs> like that's the exact no. same show as the one I just described, but with a completely yeah. different cast. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it was like my wife and kids, and everyone loves Raymond. Yeah, I think. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, can't. I feel like he was in my wife and kids as well. Maybe. Maybe. That's, again, the exact same role of friend. With slightly different life who tells the protagonist what he's doing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all he's here for. He's here for just this scene. um, To say like, you need to think about your damn life, Hitch. And Hitch is like, nah. (laughs) My wife is, my life, not my wife. I don't have one. My life is sweet without a wife, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm out here having all the promiscuous sex. Uh, like Justin Timberlake sings about it. It's pretty great. Um, uh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird that he's like a pickup artist or, um, Mm. that is single and he focuses on having short term relationships while helping others achieve like the opposite. Yeah. Like healthy long term relationships. He's like, we get an explanation for why this is later. And it like it's it's why he's like a guarded kind of character, but it's it's pretty like 
strange you would think that mm. that would be your first question for a pickup artist like are you in a relationship how's that going yeah. like he's like nah single for like 30 years i don't know um yeah i don't know uh yeah it's, it's pretty wild so yeah they're playing pool and talking about how pool is a metaphor for relationships or whatever it's it's weird um i reckon like hitch just pays this guy to come in like once a month and have a like male bonding yeah like, rom-com moment with him. with him yeah <laughs> yeah he's actually hitch's therapist <laughs> oh i like that energy a lot he yeah. just takes him out to a bar because that's like all he knows <laughs> yeah. oh man that's- this guy like kind of lied at a party and said he was my therapist. Now he's got to stick with it. Yeah. With his client hitch. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. He's just this this roaming therapist who doesn't, like, <laughs> accidentally a therapist. Yeah. And just, like, builds a reputation. Oh, that's a that should be a sitcom. Like, yeah. accidentally become a great therapist. <laughs> I feel like it's a very uh, dangerous message to send out. Oh, Totally. <laughs> With the but right like, cast. Yeah. It, it could be just like a fast thing, you know, like everyone's yeah. like playing it up like way too much and they just keep falling into great success. Like that's, that's yeah. fun. You know. I like that. I mean, you could argue, oh, my kids and wife drive me up the wall is a dangerous message. But yeah. <laughs> mind sitcom gold out of that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like basically uh, this is playing the scene of him like, uh, not appreciating his time and not uh like wanting to settle down in any way um it does kind of fit the song that's playing because we've got time playing Mm. over this um which is like it's a kind of a fit it kind of works for me and that like time's all about like letting moments pass you by and like running out of time you know like yeah not not thinking about the future in that way and then like regretting it so yeah Mm. Um, yeah i like that yeah uh so sarah comes in with her friend uh casey who is going to come become relevant later on um Hmm. and she is upset because uh she got hit on by like someone who was who's gross who's going to come up later um and uh they're just like barely intersecting in this bar like they're right these these peers are right next to each other but nothing happens at this point um yeah and and also the friends here uh talk about hitch just because he's like so well known like mm. it's like you heard about this like pickup artist guy like isn't he interesting as an idea she's like considering like consulting him or something like that i don't know but it's it's kind of wild that he's so well known among like around new york but yeah he's like a uh, love batman yeah like you're hearing the rumors about him <laughs> love batman's a great concept <laughs> as well yeah that's a sitcom that's very or more good. like i guess a love like ufo or love sasquatch love sasquatch is great yeah yeah <laughs> that's the next one in the disney like love comma trilogy like love alex love victor <laughs> love sasquatch love actually <laughs> and yeah. love sasquatch love sasquatchily oh and yeah. every all like 25 characters are different sasquatch from from different movies about Sasquatch and Yetis. Oh, oh we're back we've on board. Yeah. And it takes we've got place Harry on from Harry and the Henderson. We've got Smallfoot. Yeah. Oh. Smallfoot. Everyone's <laughs> favorite Yeti. I forgot all about Smallfoot, if I'm being honest. Ah, oh, same. Hey. Yeah. 
God damn. And then, like, right at the end, we get, like, the best cameo with the, like, blurry filter Sasquatch who started it all. Yeah. He just wal- waltzes into frame. You're like, oh, shit, there he is. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I saw uh, him. Oh, and he's in love. And, the- and then he sings the Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they're-, they're all hanging out here at this bar. And then um, Hitch pulls, like, another move on a girl out here who's like surrounded by guys. He pre- pretends to like pretends that he thinks this girl is a waitress mm. and like hands her a bank note to order a drink, like to get him a drink from the bar. And she's like chases after him being like, ah, uh, excuse me, Dick. I'm not a waitress. Yeah. I'm just a girl at this bar. And, and then he's like, uh, like I knew you weren't a waitress, but I got you away from all those guys. Aren't I clever? And that works somehow. Yeah. Like what? That's some like weird social engineering shit that like, how is that attractive? I don't understand how that move is good. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't oh, know. Yeah, like I, it equals I, a like, sweetheart. A get you away from- yeah. What the fuck mm. is that? Like, Come on. I'm not like I'm not a relationship expert, Gareth. I'm not at all. Um, yeah. But well, like hey. but that is just that's just like bad. <laughs> it's bad <Yeah>. play. <laughs> no. I don't know. That's that's another yeah. another downbeat for Hitch. He's like he's zero for two right now. Like st- he's about to strike out looking in my book, you know. Mm. Honestly, I think uh, another thing we're realizing as we do this is so many films rely on their characters being likable based on the actor. And it's especially true with our enemy, Tom Hanks. But, like, once you kind of take yeah. away... Because, I mean, Hitch says at the beginning, like, that so much of communication is non-verbal. But once you do take away that 10% verbal and you can't hear what they're saying, and you've only got the old Pink Floyd playing, you do mm. lose a lot of the charm. So don't forget that yeah, 10%. Definitely. Yeah, you're so right, actually. Like, mm. it probably plays a lot better with sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know. It's still, like, just, like, when you break it down, like, what just happened there, it's mm. it's a bad one, you know? Like, yeah. categorically, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the movie also makes a, a mistake here and that, like, we just go from this scene straight into a flashback with basically no foreplay, um, <laughs> which is very strange. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's like going back to Hitch's college days and had, like, mm. formative moment in his life where he falls in love with this girl. Um, and then... Uh, they like get together and have this like great relationship, but then she cheats on him with another guy. Uh, and he's like in the rain outside of her car, like beating on the window. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And then like, as in response to this, he says, um, he owes it to his fellow men, uh, to his fellow man to like, make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen to like, Oh, to the good guys or whatever. He's saying like, yeah, uh, oh, he's teaching the, I didn't the men of the that world. Together, how gross that is! But yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah, it's also like, like this is. Oh, sorry, I'm in no, shock. You go, you go. That's like red pill behavior, really. Like, kind of. Let yeah. a nice guy win is Hitch's mo. 
Oh no. Basically. I wish I hadn't started this episode saying Hitch wasn't problematic because I'm <laughs> eating those words. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, I noticed we'll- you stayed pretty quiet for that part. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like, maybe Gareth has some points here to defend Hitch, but in my notes, he's, like, not looking so hot, you know? Oh, no. It's all right, mate. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. <laughs> well, I had that crisis. We cut back to the present day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, he's, like, that's his, like, um, emo for the whole film. And also, like, the reason why he's so guarded as a person in his own mm. personal relationships. Like, he's unwilling to take, like, his own advice in a lot of situations. Um, yeah. Because he's, like, afraid of getting hurt again. And he's, like, ah, oh, rather than deal with my own internal conflict about this, I'm going to, like, project it onto all other relationships yeah and and attempt to fix them and like he's good at it question mark so yeah like there we go anyway well it's very the like i guess late capitalism and toxic masculinity that you're gonna if you don't feel sad and you're making money then whatever you're doing is working so you just never think about it right yeah i guess so except for when you play pool with your therapist yeah that's that's classic times man <laughs> oh my god playing pool with the therapist that's just such a good vibe um <laughs> yeah so it's time for uh, albert brenneman aka kevin james as kevin james as kevin yeah. james is want to be and again every role that he's in he's always playing <laughs> kevin james as far as i know yeah and well i do have my so I'm going to say it, and I'm not ashamed to eat these words. This okay. is the most likable Kevin James I've seen. Hard agree. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this one. Kevin James kind of won me over over the course of this movie. I'm not going to lie. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, like, uh, credit to Kevin James. Like, he has an appeal that clearly works. Uh, mm. he's, he's, like, a, he play, he's not afraid to, like make himself the fool he's like a classic yeah. clown in a kind of way right like where he does the pratfalls and all kinds of things like that and he gets he's a physical kind of actor uh physical comedian where he's like falling over and doing all kinds of silly stuff and like yeah that can be a bit much if you see it over the course of like a whole two-hour movie right like and the and the movies that he's carrying like Paul Bart Paul Blart Mall Cop for example like mm. that can just be grating when it's just that the whole time you know for sure yeah but when he's being that as like a little bit of comic relief in a movie like it lands a whole lot better I think like yeah. you know like it it's it's definitely good you know it's, they're just different kinds of uh, I don't know different kinds of audiences appeal in that way uh, to those different kinds of films but um, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, so I've watched, now I've seen the most likable Kevin James. Yeah. Have you seen the film that came out last year and it's just hit Netflix in New Zealand at least? It's called Becky. No, I don't. Should I not? Should I? Um, so Becky turned out to be the first film I watched in my thirties. Okay. That's kicking off, uh, you know, capping one decade with some Kevin James and kicking off a fresh Kevin James decade. Wow. Um, Becky is, it's a film about a family that go to the woods and a skinhead escapes from jail and takes them hostage. Okay. Completely serious. Very gory. Oh. Um, not, not bad, but not great. 
Guess who plays the skinhead though? Kevin James, really? Kevin James as a like yeah. escaped skinhead from jail. Yeah, Man. terrifying in it. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Honestly. Oh no. Honestly, Becky is scarier, but like. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin James d- does quite well on that as well. Like, I think he needs to be free of um, the curse of the Sandman, Adam Sandler. Yeah. And like, he could probably do some great stuff. Our boy. Yeah. Just give him a give him a little bit of leash away from like his yeah that that like constant like joke a minute kind of film and like he mm. actually has some chops on him you know never know yeah yeah he's got like the character of albert with his inhaler he just needs some breathing room yeah man and he's good yeah yeah there you go he's got heart that's for sure yeah um anyway yeah he's a good presence in this movie i was kind of surprised actually ending up liking him because yeah, yeah i'm predisposed to not but uh yeah it, he he won me over um yeah, so he plays like a investment broker accountanty guy here, mm. uh, like Auckland, Auckland, Auckland. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> or he's not in Auckland. Uh, awkward and uh, hopeless in love, <clears throat> and he's in love with one of his uh, clients, one of their high-profile clients at the firm, um, yeah. Allegra Cole, uh, who is this like expert, famous, amazing person who has a lot of money, an heiress, I believe um it's yeah i don't know if it outright says but it's very implied yeah she's like a yeah. i don't know yeah uh and so he hitch like he's hired hitch to like try and help him get with this girl and well not get with this girl to have a relationship with this girl because he's in love with her um yeah. and yeah he's like sitting out on some like steps and pouring food all over himself like he does um and yeah basically he like lacks all confidence but he's like desperately in love with this girl and like very passionate about her and um hitch like laughs at him and says he's crazy but also like respects like that he has this passion about him like recognizes Mm. that and sees that he kind of has a shot because he's like he has the confidence to do it like is kind of what he sees i think um yeah he's he compares him to michelangelo painting the sistine chapel like it's a big it's gonna be a big old job <laughs> gareth getting <laughs> that's what he said yeah mate it's gonna be a big oh, job gonna be he a, saw that chapel gonna be a big job gonna be lying on a bloody uh a swing for ages painting this bloody <laughs> ceiling all, all like eight years or something 12 years i don't know how long the sistine chapel took no some- i feel like every time i think i know something about the sistine chapel i turn out to be wrong so I'm not going to take any more. God any is there. painted on it. God's up yeah. there. He's pointing at something. It's pretty cool. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beautiful things. Sure. So, <laughs> Kevin James. Oh, hey. Um, actually, no, kind of is what I'm saying. So, we've got Great Gig in the Sky playing. Yeah. They're sitting on these steps. This is when it hit me that the cinematography and color grading of Hitch yeah. is so beautiful. It's really good, honestly. Right? <laughs> like, they, they play a lot around with the with the color grade over the course of this movie. Mm. And I, I noticed it as well. And then I was like, actually, they're, like, putting in the work here. New York's looking real good in this movie. So good. Um, yeah. I've so got- many beautiful shades of, like, blues and golds just scattered across. Like, yeah. a kind of lovely little periwinkle blue, I think you'd call it. Yeah. Just accenting every shot. It's like very lovely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Any color you like by Pink Floyd, hey, uh, these colors, please. We've got them. I uh, got them in Hitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So basically also like Hitch is seeing this as like a unique challenge, right? Like Kevin mm. James is going to be like a, a bit of a mess, a bit of a tricky client for him. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to, we're going to do it. I'm going to train you Albert in the arts of seduction. <laughs> mm. um, and yeah, uh, from here, we cut straight into money and into the next scene. We get a scene transition yeah. sync, which kind of floored me. I was like, what? That's a sync? Okay. <laughs> um, as we go, go to like Hitch doing like research on the web into who Allegra <laughs> Cole is and like information about her life. Again, this is really creepy, weird shit. Like, oh, yeah. he's going to use this information to like try and give it give it all to albert to try and like find a way into talking mm. to allegra but it's like don't do that just like talk to them and organically i don't know fuck like, yeah again that's what hitch kind of wants you to do and that's why i was like oh it's not too problematic but yeah he just he's he's kind of i'll say it hitch is doing um Maybe like 90% of the way to not being problematic, but then it is that last 10%. Yeah. You just gotta, yeah. Yeah, you're like, actually, you just you, gotta go and. His chosen stalk. methods are pretty sketch. It yeah. turns out that it's pretty hard to paint the pickup artist in a good light. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the movie makes an earnest attempt, so, you know, mm. we, gotta, we gotta give it props for that. Um, yeah. So he's like orchestrating this first meeting, bet- like they've met before, but you know, like a, f- a meeting between Albert and Allegra where um, yeah. she's having this big meeting in a boardroom with all the um, execs in here who manage her funds. Um, and she wants to invest in her friend's fashion business. And basically the brokerage isn't really keen on this idea because they're making a like fat old profit off of managing her money, obviously. Yeah, probably got it invested in all kinds of like hedge funds, etc. Um, uh, as they were want to do back in two thousand five. Um, and yeah, then real estate—that's not going to fail. Yeah, it'll be sweet. Have <laughs> some money; it's fine. Um, and uh, yeah, Albert basically goes against his boss and sides with Allegra, saying that uh, she should be able to use her own money however she wants instead of quote asking a boardroom of her dad's friends or golf buddies mm. if she's allowed to for me this scene pr- hit pretty damn different after like the britney spears stuff that's been happening recently or like Holy i say recently cow, yeah like over the course of like i don't know the last 20 years of her career um yeah yeah this like it plays so differently now. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> These guys just like managing all their money. God damn. I wish they, I wish she had a Kevin James on her side. That would be great. I wish everyone had a Kevin James on their just side. In their, in their camp. Yeah. Yeah. Be a lot better of the world. Uh, mm. Except for unless you had the Becky Kevin James, in which case. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> no, no. The escaped, escaped skinhead Kevin James. No, I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Albert uh, finishes this scene off by, like, quitting really dramatically <laughs> and, like, walking out of the office and then running into his own office and having, like, a panic attack <laughs> over, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, we're getting in money solo here uh, and, like, fighting Hitch and flipping out. Yeah. Again, like, showing off his, like, physica- his physicality as an actor, <laughs> really. <laughs> like, throwing stuff all over the room. He just does this a lot. This is just a Kevin James move. Um yeah anyway uh kevin james famously hates all set designers and must destroy their work 
Yeah, he uh, he undoes it. He probably actually loves set designers because they just yeah. set up like a whole bunch of things for him to knock over like dominoes, you know? <laughs> They're just like Kevin a- James when he gets a day off, he gets his set designers into his house, they set up a bunch of vases <laughs> and he just goes He goes ham. crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that's true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's not even a joke. He put, sets up one roller skate at the top of the stairs yeah. and goes like, hoo-hoo, I'll be back for you later. He hires all the set designers to, like, set up a home alone trap in his own house <laughs> yeah. for himself. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, he, while he's having this panic attack, Allegra comes by to, like, thank him for, like, acting in her defense or in her best interests, really. Mm. And then, yeah, sets up a time to talk about, like, the future investment uh, plans which is close enough to a date, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> for Hitch. Um, and yeah, uh, Hitch is like helping out from behind the door here, coaching uh, old mate Kevin James here. Um, and yeah, out of this scene, we get another perfect scene transition sync into us and the M. Gareth. Yeah, that whole like money versus love versus like controlling money and is money, you know, going to help you with the arts. Yeah. Well, that whole scene ends with money ending and it's, yeah, it's weirdly perfect. Uh, yeah, it freaked me out a lot. I was, I was like, is this going to happen every time? Because <laughs> do I have to give Hitch a 10 out of 10? Like after <laughs> Jaws? Are we kidding here? What? <laughs> so, yes, we get into us and them and uh, we go, we're back at that same bar and Hitch is scoping out people there. Uh, Sarah, he's like, he's trying to like hit on Sarah here and then mm. she's getting hit on by this other guy Chip um, and she's like trying to like deflect his advances basically uh, and then Hitch like steps in to rescue her from this guy hitting on her which again is a shitty weird move but anyway um, she's yeah. uh, and then he like says that she's giving all kinds of like standoffish signals like down to the way she's dressed and uh, what she's drinking and mm. all kinds of stuff, um, which is pretty wild that he's saying this, considering that he was just going to hit on her earlier in the scene. Like that's such a good point. Yeah. Like you know, like he's he's saying, ah, you should. It's pretty clear that you don't want to be hit on based on all these different things. And it's like, well, then what the fuck were you doing like seconds yeah. ago when you were asking what kind of drink that she wanted to have, like? <laughs> What are you about, Hitch? Think, oh, Hitch. Mate, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I caught you in a lie, Hitch. Yeah. I'm coming for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hunting you down. He also introduces himself as a consultant uh, here, which is mm. just like, again, this is like a classic evil Tom Hanks move, like lie about who you are, what you do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then they have this like weird like oblique conversation where they're talking around like what's happening here as mm. if they're as, as if they're describing characters in a scene um they're saying like oh and what if this nice guy said this and she's like well then this would happen and like that kind of thing i, I found it very tiresome to read in, <laughs> subti- in subtitle form yeah uh, no no doubt yeah uh, did, i just just imagine me sitting off screen in this in this bar like trying to enjoy a cocktail just like listening <laughs> yeah. to this just drawn out conversation between these two people and i'm like oh let's get to the point um yeah 
And yeah, uh, and then yeah, he like she rejects him basically, and then um, yeah, he gets up and leaves. I guess playing the long game or whatever. And then yeah, a, a drink mm. is brought over to her, and then yeah, hitches off to meet this new client, new potential client, uh, Vance Munson, which is such a good name. <laughs> yeah, perfect character name. <laughs> yeah, because this guy sucks. Uh, turns out yeah. that this is the guy um, who was hitting on Sarah's friend earlier. And is now attempting to hire Hitch to not set them up for a future uh, relationship, but he just wants to bang her. Quote: Yeah, uh, he wants to, yeah, like a one night stand with her. Um, and Hitch is like, I don't do that. I I set people up for relationships. For I set guys who want relationships up in relationships. That's what I do. Mm. Um, and yeah, he knows that this this is a scummy guy. Uh, and he's like, well, I'll do it, whatever. Like, I don't need your help. I get what I want no matter what because I'm a winner, baby. That's who I am. <laughs> like, and um, he does this weird thing where he grabs uh, Hitch's arm and then he, like, flips and reverses it and then pins him on the table. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird scene. Yeah. Uh, Hitch does go to leave when Pink Floyd sing out, so we've got to allow it to happen. He's down and out. Lance yeah. Munson's down and out on the table. That's sure. Shit, damn sure. <laughs> He's out on the count of three. Um, yeah. It's just a wrestling career awaiting him. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then another weird thing happens. Sarah is at work and Hitch delivers her a walkie-talkie so he can ask her out using that because uh, she didn't give him her number, which is like... Yeah. Uh, Ah, see, this might have been, this is again to my weakness because this is icky, but again, I was distracted by the most distracting bike messenger I've ever seen. Oh yeah. This guy's great. He's, he's here like delivering it and just hangs out here. You're like, why Mm. is this guy hanging out in the scene? It turns out there is a reason, but like, I I just, he's just like, it's so distracting here. It's, yeah. Everyone just like gathers around to watch this weird conversation happen and it, it's it is kind of fun. I just I like that the um <laughs> that the, yeah, the bike messenger guy is just witness to all of it. But it's yeah. it's because he has a a gift to deliver if she says yes over the walking walkie-talkie to a date with old mate yeah. Hitch. He's got a contingency delivery <laughs> that is waiting based on this conversation. Uh, you know this bike messenger was so gunning for her to say no and he gets to keep that wetsuit and just wear it next delivery he makes yeah that is a hundred percent his vibe he gets to go on the date with hitch if she says no he gets to go yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's just he'd be so good at it yeah he rides a bike all day yeah (laughs) jet ski is very similar (laughs) they call that the bike of the ocean yeah Oh I'm just so happy we've now covered two rom-coms with incredibly distracting bike messengers <laughs> that have been highlighted by Pink Floyd playing, I feel. Yeah. Between this and Look Who's Talking. Yeah, you're so right. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bike messenger cinematic universe is growing. Yeah. Get out there. What's that bike messenger movie with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the guy? We should watch that at some point and see, oh, yeah. and see if that works. Um, yeah. Anyway. I'd watch. I'd suggest that next, but we're unfortunately 
held under the thumb of a funny number for the next episode. So oh. have to choose something else. Oh, yeah, you're so right. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Okay, what anyway, a bloody um, curse. <laughs> the curse of the damn bl- the damn funny numbers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the funny number curse. Um, oh. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So they go uh, off to jet ski. She, we cut to the date. Mm. They're jet skiing down the Hudson and, um, yeah, they are racing off to some like mystery location. She gets sort of like tricked into doing it. He does this weird thing here where I don't know if this this is, I don't think this is a move, but like his jet ski runs out of power and he's like, oh, let me on your jet ski. And like... I guess for them to be closer together, if it is a move, yeah. but they end up both. I feel like he did in. that intentionally. Yeah, yeah, it's a crappy move. Again, this is not. Yeah, this is weird. Like he definitely doesn't mean to then kick her off her jet ski, but yeah, yeah, no. Don't, up until then, don't strand yourself in the middle of the Hudson like DJ Khaled out there, like <laughs> getting stuck in the in the ocean on your jet ski, getting real yeah. scared. Like, just it's not worth it. <laughs> You know, mm. like it's it's a weird move, and it's yeah, it didn't work for me. Again. It's definitely not a first date. Like no, a first date should be way more casual. Like I'm I'm no hitch, but I'm also you know if some hitch came after me <laughs> with a jet ski, yeah, first right? date, I probably wouldn't. Although I've never been on a jet ski, and I'd I think go. about jet skis all the time. <laughs> I'd, I'd feel weird if he wanted to put his jet like his hitch body up against mine because of this weird yeah. like this is the bit that weirds me out like i think it'd be- i'll tow the jet ski back i'll hitch yeah. that jet ski yeah yeah i'll be like oh you wait out here because you're perfectly safe i'll yeah. go back and get like one of the, the instructor yeah one of the instructor people to come out and mm. rescue you like i don't know i'm not a competent i've never been on a jet ski before we established no. this <laughs> Like, I'm not competent in this way. I'll go get yeah. help. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I love jet skis. I find them so fascinating. They're, like, mixed between speed and opulence and, like, tackiness. Yeah. Yeah. They've got great design, that's for, that's for sure. They, oh, like, never sure, left yeah. the, like, early 80s. They just kept that <laughs> exact aesthetic the whole way through, and that's never died. The jet ski is just, like, constantly, like, bright colours fun over all else like yeah <laughs> yeah there was this um this place i went in the marlborough sounds of new zealand mm-hmm. there's a um little kind of campground in nidia bay and the owner's daughters wow. moved there and then the only way they could get to school across the ocean was to take a jet ski for 50 minutes Jeez. and then get on the bus wow yeah jet ski every morning every day 50 minute jet ski yeah man that's a long time yeah, I mean, it was the fastest way because, like, boats so. couldn't get into, I guess, crevices, but... Yeah. Like, I imagine, yeah, if they tried, if the hitch tried to hit on them, they'd have no interest. They'd just get right away on their jet skis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these never catch them down. He'd be worn out. <laughs> His jet ski's sputtering and dying in the middle of the Hudson River. He's never making it to the Marlborough Sounds. <laughs> oh, no. I also, after hearing that, um, crunch the numbers. If I wanted to take a jet ski to work, mm-hmm. I would have to circumvent the entirety of, entirety of New Zealand. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, there are no rivers. There are no um, nearby bays. 
I would have to go all the way around to the top of Cape Reinga and then back <laughs> down to the other side of Auckland. That's a hell of a commute, Gareth. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's like, put that in your like contingency at work. You're just like, yeah, I like, I always commute by jet ski. So I might be a little <laughs> late on some days. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the only method of transport that I, that I have. It's like, it, it's fine for the environment. I like being out on the open water, <laughs> but, um. Yeah. It helps me come up with my best ideas. But yeah, I will show up at uh, Friday for my <laughs> role starting on Monday. Yes, that is just the only way that it works. Pretty good turnaround to circumnavigate New Zealand in five days. Oh, true. Yeah. On a jet ski. That's bloody that impressive was a big in of itself. I love that. <laughs> oh, I can't oh. wait for you to set that record, Gareth. I'm very excited. Well, um, if we ever start our Patreon <laughs> for the right donation, <laughs> I'll circumvent New Zealand on a jet ski in, listening to a Dark Side of the Moon. In five days. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is gotta be, that's an astronomically high tier, but I love, I love it. We dream big like Kevin James. Um, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they go on their jet skis to Ellis Island um, mm. out here and they get a bit of American history about immigrants to uh, America and he's done this like weird research into her life and so he knows that there's this book here that has her grandfather's name her ancestor or great-grandfather's name written in it um, yeah which is so icky and also like what were the odds like, yeah other people have the same surname hitch yeah it's weird uh anyway it doesn't work because when she sees it she like she bursts into tears and he's like oh i've nailed it i've crushed it and then she's like it's like like wailing and very upset by it and he's mm. like oh that is not the reaction that i thought i would get turns out her grandfather was some kind of like horrible murderer <laughs> Like yeah, the butcher of KDs. Yeah, which is probably that wrong. Like a harrowing memory. Well, like not a memory, but like part of her uh, family heritage that yeah. was thrown in her face on a first date. Like Jesus, <laughs> not yeah. great. Um, and and so yeah, and also like quite obvious that like Hitch knew that this would happen. Like. Why would they have gone here other than this reason, right? Just like, yeah, for sure. It's not the hardest puzzle to solve. Um, anyway, uh, she gets like he. She goes into a cab and goes home, and he gets his shirt ripped off right at the end yeah. of playthrough number one. Here, and we go to playthrough two. <laughs> um, yeah, leaving our hero Hitch in a weird, like, semi state of still being cool, Mister Hitch, but then yeah. like. Not quite being cool, Mr. Hitch. No. He's been cut down a pig after this date mm. going real bad. None of his- One play, one pig. The classic Pink Floyd rule. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, every, every play we've listened to has taken us down one pig, so we're <laughs> That's the damn pigs. Yeah. I've got so few pigs. All my- uh, I can't use my clothes horse. It's terrible. <laughs> but submit to our Patreon and I will get all our pigs back on a jet ski. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh yeah playthrough two here we go um 
She, we get a like a rundown of this date from Sarah and Casey who are hanging out again, and she says yeah. that like the the date was actually kind of fun and in a disastrous kind of way. She was like mm-hmm. actually fairly endeared to him by him like failing so badly, <laughs> but like just sort of going with it. Yeah, um, yeah. She was like kind of impressed by that, uh, and yeah. Uh, we get Hitch coaching um, uh, Albert through a phone call with a Allegra over Breathe. Um, he's slipping all over marbles for this scene. <laughs> and again, classic uh, Kevin James fashion. <laughs> Don't know why he's got a vase full of marbles, but I love it. Um, it's the like, I don't know, fake soil for a plant. It's weird. Um, yeah. And then we cut, we get like a... Uh, we cut between him coaching Albert and uh, then this this fashion date thing. They go out like and scope this. I don't know what what is really going on here. Some kind of like conference place where they're meeting and talking with all the different people about this fashion investment that um, she's going to make. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're cutting back and forth between the the advice and Albert implementing it. Uh, mm. And the key point here is that he's here to impress this friend of Allegra called Maggie, who turns out to be a guy. And it's like, oh my gosh, he's a guy. Yeah. What? Uh, it was like, I don't know. It's a weird little part of the movie. But anyway. Um, mm. Again, a friend we don't see again. Yeah. Like, Maggie's like almost not running- at all important. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Hitch says she's the most important. It's running the um, you've got male rule of like, once you're in love, your friends will vanish. Yeah, apparently. They yeah. just disappear. <laughs> they talk a lot about a murderer and then they disappear. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he comes on, like, pretty strong. Uh, he gets, like, scolded for doing awkward dancing in front of Hitch. Um mm. And then uh, does his awkward dancing anyway because he loves to do his awkward dancing because that's who he is. Um, yeah. And this dancing you- strikes betwixt the crash of On the Run and the clocks. So yes. essentially, like, dancing no music. Echoing yeah, silence. Over just ambient sound. Yeah, which, I don't know, kind of takes away the gift, like, of a Kevin James that is most charming in this film. Like, yeah, definitely. Doing his moves. Because yeah. this scene was like Will Smith and Kevin James just pretty much improvising, like showing oh, each other dance moves. Kevin James, yeah. Yeah, this is very, yeah. You can tell that Kevin James had like a lot of these that he was just mm. throwing out and they just like used as much as it, as much of it as they could, I think. like. Well, yeah, the entirety of Yeah by Usher plays. <laughs> oh, wow. Like yeah. front to back. That's amazing. I <laughs> yeah. didn't know that. Um, God damn yeah uh yeah so then like he like busted out in the in the club and does the same same crazy moves um Mm. uh and then yeah it seems to like have gone reasonably well um and uh the next day sarah is getting scolded for missing this like scoop about who's dating allegra cole it's this weird albert guy that no one's ever heard of what the fuck is going on (laughs) Um, and so they like assume they've missed some kind of scandal. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. and Hitch also like is 
talking with Albert, like a debriefing after this date. And he says, he basically tells him not to be himself, which is again, mm. really bad advice. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's just like Kevin James, with, with, like, this is the lesson of the movie, I guess. But um, it's just, he's like, he's like, no, you've got to change who you are effectively. He said earlier in the movie that you, like speaking to someone, he was saying that you is a very like malleable concept right now. Yeah. Like change who your, change your personality to someone who is more attractive to, to to girls or to the opposite Mm. sex or whatever. And I'm like, ugh, ugh, no. (laughs) I hate that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just shitty advice, but at least the mm. movie is aware of that later on. Yeah, um, it's not like Greece where that oh God, is the yeah. final moral. Well, that's the lesson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of Greece. Change everything about who you are for the love of your life. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. This is the whole- I could talk for days about Greece. Um, oh, it'll happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the multiple day episode. Yeah. Oh, no. This where we're circumnavigating New Zealand on jet skis talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. Greece. <laughs> Recording a live Greece episode. Yeah, there's a lot right, of that's part of the lot Patreon of motor now. noise in yeah. that episode. I'm sorry about that. We couldn't edit out all of it. Um Yeah. Uh then after this bad advice, she talks about the um the first kiss that mm. uh in a relationship is monumental. It's very important. They, he's like, I think he sees two different statistics about um, the amount of women that um, base their, or like, what the relationship is going to be like based on the first kiss. Yeah, pretty sure he sees two different things. Um, yeah, it's ringing about. Uh, but anyway, um, and then they do like a practice kiss over uh, time solo between Hitch and Albert here, where it's like mm. sort of a building is confidence but again it's like 2005 it's like a ooh, this is gay kind of thing um yeah and they pull out like immediately i've got some fun facts about this scene okay to kind of wash out the wash out the sad mid-2000s gay panic like sure lameness of it um so the scene is longer than it was supposed to be in the script and the script it was like 30 seconds right of just debrief and Will Smith liked the neighborhood and especially the door they stand in front of so much that he was like, <laughs> there's got to be more to this scene. And they're like, well, what can we do about it? And Will Smith himself pitched the 90-10 rule where you go 90% of the way for the kiss right. and get them, they have to go the last 10. Yeah. Which, yeah. So they just added that in. And um, while they were doing this, they were like, well, we better get permission of this door owner. Knocked on it. And that door is Sarah Jessica Parker's door. No way. Yeah. That is what on earth yeah they were just- so she came down and they were like hey can we just improvise the scene where kevin james and will smith might kiss and she was like absolutely yes please yeah. do that in front of my door That's- yeah matthew broderick was probably looking out the window like what's going on honey <laughs> wow that's wild yeah. that's a great fact so crazy right yeah i love that oh my gosh um, yeah, I, I have nothing to add to that other than that was, that's awesome. <laughs> mm. I owe a lot of these facts to, there's an Entertainment Weekly writer yeah. who apparently loves Hitch so much that there are 
several articles about Hitch on Entertainment wow. Weekly's website, all written by the same guy. That's impressive. Like, really going for it to try to make sure you, like, learn about Hitch. Like, he was a guy who did, like, a 20 years of Hitch retrospective. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. There haven't even been 20 years of Hitch. It came out in 2005. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I, must, I meant 15. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> it's like- it's probably... I'm going to be honest, the dude's probably drafted the, like, um, <laughs> final, like, his 20-year yeah. hitch, his 30-year hitch, 50 hey, years of hitch. I've got to respect it, honestly. Is someone, like, yeah. also fully committed to the bit? Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> makes yeah. perfect sense to me, man. Like, that's just, shout out to you, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, yeah, so they do this, yeah, the, the weird uh, kiss thing, which is, it's all right. It's it's okay. Um yeah, uh we go into great gig and um basically uh Sarah figures out that um there Albert and Allegra were set up by some kind of dating coach guy, doesn't know who mm. that is because of of course Hitch said that he was just a consultant. Um so she's she doesn't assume that it's him automatically. Um and so yeah, she goes uh, out on a another date with uh, her boss, weirdly, mm. um, because like she finds out that it's his name that was on his t- on uh, Albert's ticket to the place, yeah. and yeah. so she's that suspicious. She's like, "What is the relationship here? What's going on?" And so like goes out with the with the boss and his wife as like a double date on this like cooking thing. Uh, mm. cooking class date um, uh, to like investigate and she's trying to be subtle about it but her boss isn't at all uh, trying to steer the conversation towards this like this night that happened and yeah, figure out what, what the connection is yeah he really wants the scoop but he's not an, mm. an investigative reporter he's not at all subtle <laughs> yeah. uh, about it yeah. um, and then yeah Hitch like deftly deflects the questioning by like saying that Albert's his accountant and it was like a gift to him to like go out on the date and then yeah he well like not to like go out on the date but to go he like gave him the ticket and then he hit it off with this girl that's the story right like yeah yeah um and yeah weirdly the boss's wife is like super into Hitch throughout the course of this <laughs> scene i don't know why it, this is part of the yeah. film but it is. i guess she's a psychiatrist and like the film outright says it this time so maybe she has okay. heard of hitch from the like street psychiatry circles and she's yeah like, you gotta analyze this guy this hitch <laughs> analyze she's hitch. been playing pool yeah yeah analyze the third this, one and <laughs> analyze that and then analyze hitch yeah <laughs> perfect oh my god we were both like trying to race for the same joke there i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah uh, both reaching both reaching for that yeah it's a mario kart of um joke <laughs> the mario kart and of i just jokes. happened to hit my like throw my banana and hit it onto myself oh no i hate when that happens yeah dude okay yeah i i don't it wasn't an earned win from me there. Oh. It's the classic no, Mario hey. Kart bullshit getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's stream delay or, like, our conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so, the date, like, is going 
fine and then he has like starts having a hitch starts having an allergic reaction to something that he eats and then mm. tries to like deflect from that again because he's trying to be like super confident or whatever but um his ear and then his whole face starts swelling up he's like still trying to play it cool uh when um they race off to a pharmacy to yeah. get him some <laughs> some drugs to fix that up and then he like only after seeing his reflection in a mirror he like freaks out like screeches like a banshee i'm imagining like <laughs> and then just like starts drinking medicine like out of the bottle right there in the mm. aisle like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> it's a wild situation and then um for the rest of the day is them like walking home with him sipping <laughs> sipping the like medicine out of this little bottle like completely off his tits on this on this very strong medicine and like yeah he's trying to say (laughs) he's saying like my my mind is like fort knox it's impregnable i'm never going to give you information and and then she's like oh so where is allegra and albert going on their next date and he's like ah to the next game obviously (laughs) like pretty fun i like that yeah honestly this is pretty good yeah um they go back to her place i think yeah yeah, for him to like recover because he's in like no state to go anywhere or whatever he probably doesn't remember where he lives um (laughs) and yeah uh they like just sort of like throwing questions at each other like do you have any siblings have you ever been in love before? You know, mm. classic stuff. She tells a story about her sister almost dying, which is yeah, kind of falling rough. through the ice. Yeah, yeah, ice like, and then having to be saved by mouth to mouth. This is the defining moment in her life, which made her so guarded or whatever yeah. as a person which makes uh, hitches one nothing <laughs> yeah it's like it's wild that the movie compares these two stories as like yeah. the same like hitch got his heart broken while he was in college and that's mm. his story the sarah's sister nearly died <laughs> yeah and she, she had to saved save her, her life, life. With, with mouth to mouth yeah oh, oh. like what <laughs> it's such a hitch. good point let me give me ah. a stern talking to. Oh my gosh. Um, like even to bring it back to Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother, like yeah, yeah. his origin story that I think they revealed in the first season is very similar to Hitch's and that he got cheated on and then kind of became the man, the other man. But like, at least yeah. that had an interesting angle that he was like a virgin up until then. And he was like, gonna go join the peace corp or something i can't quite remember yeah yeah but like there was a lot more kind of weight to it whereas this was just like hitch used to wear glasses and then he got his heart broken and now he's hitch yeah now he's a cool hitch man like yeah it's yeah it's the like lukewarm take on the barney stinson story i suppose yeah like i don't know it's 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 just not good and comparing Mm. these two things with like equal weight just sucks i don't know yeah i think we need a hitch origin story that's my second and what this show is going to call the hitch pitch of like ways we can read so we've got hitch heal the world the sequel Maybe we can build up to that, get the people going with a Hitch origin story, mostly to say where he learned this stuff, because we don't know he's learned it. Um, 
how he set this business up because imagine me going out and trying to set up this business as a dating consultant <laughs> and um how much oh he my paid, gosh. like how much he charges yeah, like i want to know i want to know what's yeah. going on i want to see the hitch receipts honestly oh yeah i too want to see hitch's receipts <laughs> i just i want to know i just want to yeah i want to Full documentation. I want to trace <laughs> trace the origins. Mm. The full picture, ideally. <laughs> yeah. What was, Paint what me was... a full picture. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Where is therapists now? Yeah. It can, it can be told from, like, the, the pool therapist's perspective. It's all framed yeah. in, within that. You know, that would work. That's how we get people in, is they think it's a film about, like, a accidental therapist who loves playing pool, but then he... Hitch is like a huge part of it. It's actually a back alley Hitch prequel. Yeah, I love yeah. that because <laughs> that's that because that premise in of itself, the the thera- the pool therapist one, that is wildfire. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's gonna see that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've heard that's the next Avengers Endgame. I think so. Yeah, everyone's yeah. real into pool movies. <laughs> pool movies and therapist <laughs> movies gonna make a huge comeback. Um, yeah, for sure. Very exciting. I will say as well. <laughs> like, I woke up in the middle of the night last night because it was very windy oh. and couldn't stop thinking about yeah. Hitch. So the Hitch, the Hitch, like remakes and sequels we've pitched, the Hitch pitches we've had. Like, I don't feel yeah. like they've got a huge chance, but the most obvious Hitch pitch that I'm sure they're banking on. They're probably shooting already. Is definitely Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson as Hitch. Like he wishes he was Hitch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Right? Kevin Hart as Kevin James. Oh man. Yeah. I'm li- getting less and less into it as we go. Here. No. Yeah. I don't want to see it, but it will exist. Dang. How would <laughs> that they movie even will go come out before that? this episode comes out? Okay. Wow. That's a guarantee. That's a podcast yeah. guarantee. Um, yeah. Um, us and them kicking in right uh, when um, she wakes up the following morning uh, with to find Hitch gone. And she starts like berating herself for like yeah. being weird on the day. I don't really know why she starts like yelling at herself here. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then, yeah, turns around and of course he is there. He's just went out to get <laughs> breakfast and yeah. he's cool hitch again. He's not like, <laughs> co- like on drugs hitch like he was before. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, um, he does say a line here, which I was kind of impressed with. He says, begin each day as if it were on purpose, which is like, a little bit cheesy but it's like not a bad maxim i kind of like this no one. that's as far as his like live laugh loves that he drops throughout the film that's yeah. one of the best ones yeah that's one of the better ones like it is like it doesn't really mean a lot but like it's like at least like actionable advice <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, they give each other like a awkward a fairly awkward goodbye the next day and then they have mm. a big old kiss out in the street so even though these dates have been like absolute disasters they are like they're they're still into each other and like have like gotten to know each other a bit better but they have a big old kiss um Mm. and then they like double back for like another one it's like man it's a huge kiss huge first kiss 
Yeah. A long one. I was like, man, I felt, <laughs> I felt like it was an eternity. I guess this, I was looking for a sink when this was happening because I was just like getting bored watching them kiss because it went on for so long. <laughs> and I was like, I guess this is kind of syncing with like the ah uh, bits in us and them. But like, I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't sure. No. Nah. Anyway. But I had, I had time to write all that down. So that gives you an idea. Um, yeah, it's a long smooch. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of this bit, um, it seems that, yeah, things to be, seem to be going well for their relationship. But, of course, he's still lying about his job and, like, various mm. other things. So, I don't know. It's not good. He set himself up to fail. Um, walks, uh, Sarah walks out of this scene right into trouble as um, her friend here is... Uh, having like getting an early morning coffee because she's just slept with vance munson remember him yeah. the gross guy with the crazy name um he's out here trying to like ruin hitch's reputation by saying that it was hitch who helped set him up with mm. uh with the friend here it's like a really weird like 40 chess that he's playing yeah. <laughs> uh, in order to like orchestrate this happening it's very far-fetched that all this happens but whatever um mm. like what does he stand to gain <laughs> i don't understand uh he's just like a jerk to everyone and that's like his motivation and it all just like magically works out i don't know it's weird um but anyway uh she she goes uh sarah goes and like uh, talks to Vance and tries to figure out like where like who this person is that uh set up like set up uh him with the friend or whatever with Casey and yeah. they stop right in front of a statue of a of a giant bull um and like right by the the rump of this bull <laughs> and <laughs> I just like it's I don't know what this set piece is all about but like he gets kneed in the balls right next to this big bull, and I yeah. don't know what it, I don't know what it means. Again, because like this movie's so beautifully designed, and like every you know, Kevin James got his best set piece people in because he knew he wanted to knock some stuff over. So yeah. you know, like this had to have been on purpose. The big Wall Street bull, the kneeing. It's yeah, it's saying Probably something, but it's. A little too smart for us okay <laughs> yeah it's it's one of it yeah it's either like super smart or super not smart <laughs> so it's, it's for you to decide i guess listeners yeah um, uh yeah uh we cut from here to albert getting his back waxed for a future date hitch um is talking on the phone to sarah and invites her out for another date for makeup to make up for the last one which was had his uh, whole allergic reaction episode Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Allegra and Albert go to a basketball game and Albert just sort of like acts like himself a lot more here he's like really enjoying sports because that's what he likes he teaches her how to whistle because she mm-hmm. doesn't know how to whistle and he likes is a, is a bit of a klutz and she doesn't seem to mind this um, and yeah it goes really well um, and then it leads up to the, the kiss at the door outside of <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker's door um, <laughs> as the very uh, added pressure there because she's watching from the window. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's terrified of the kiss and in potentia hovering above him basically. Um, and yeah, he like chickens out 
and doesn't kiss Allegra. And then he like dramatically turns around and throws his inhaler on the ground and goes like, wait, and then runs over to her and then they have a kiss. And it's like, oh, yeah. good. They did it. He did it. Congratulations. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> I'm not sure about this anti-inhaler message the film's dropping as well. Like, if, yeah. you, need, if you need to breathe, um, you can't get a kiss. Like, you know, life's about the not about the number of breaths you take, but they will be limited if you don't keep your inhaler on you. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not stoked to that. Plus he's yeah. lost his job and doesn't have health insurance anymore. It's rough. Rough times for old Matt yeah. Albert here. I hope he, all I'm saying is I hope he ran back and got it after he did his little dance. Almost, yeah. I hope so too. Yeah. Or at least he has like spears around his house or something. Cause, oh, that's true. Gee. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was done no. with that one anyway. He'd puffed his last out of that little inhaler <laughs> yeah. and he was like, I'm down with littering now. I'm just here to kiss. <laughs> well, the new inhalers um, tell you how many puffs you have left. <laughs> just if you need an inhaler news. He he had successful kiss. Congratulations, Kevin mm-hmm. James. He runs out on the street, has a wee dance around in celebration, as he's wont to do. Leftover dance moves from earlier. And um, yeah. Uh, the next day, Sarah has got this like weird sting operation to like figure out what uh, the identity of this um, uh, creepy call, not uh, creepy guy, the helper guy. Fuck, I've forgotten hmm. all my words right now. Um, he's trying <laughs> the to date gotta find out who Hitch is. That's it, yeah. the date doctor. Um, she's yeah, trying to figure out who that is and who should it be, but it's old bloody Hitch. Here he is. She gets him on camera. He's here, like, trying to help out her workmate, set him up, that she's hired or whatever. And, um, yeah, she can't handle it. She freaks out Mm. and uh, runs off all heartbroken um, because, yeah, because of, like, you know, it's a very complicated situation. But basically, like, Hitch isn't who he said he was. And it turns out that he's helping out guys like Vance, like, sleep with her friends and it sucks and and yeah it's also and it's got to like, put the like doubt in her mind that everything he's done is probably part of his like sleaze yeah like <laughs> it's hitch's advice to go and get yourself poisoned with seafood yeah apparently like the, <laughs> it's like his weird fucked up methods to sleep with girls and things like yeah. that like yeah it's perfectly reasonable assumption to make mm. and like she knows that like she's tr- he's trying to set up um albert with allegra and stuff like that and that like it translates to that as well presumes that like that is all that albert's looking for from allegra as well yeah and so um she basically uh writes this like crazy expose story about this whole thing because that's her job and gives it to her boss and her boss is like well like good boss moment here he's like this guy, he's, like, fairly important to you, right? Um, mm. Are you sure you want to publish this before, like, thinking it over? And she's, he's like, I'll let you think it over before, like, you make any rash decisions here about this. Because you, like, had, like, a thing. You went on a date with this guy where he got poisoned or whatever. So, you know. Um, yeah. We go into uh, Eclipse as... Uh, like Sarah like comes around to Hitch's house and like is now like wise to all his tricks as yeah. this gross pickup artist guy. And she is acting like terrifying in this day <laughs> here. 
just like completely mad um and but is acting like insane to like rile him up and like make sure mm. none of his weird tricks or whatever works she just assumes that everything that he's doing is some weird like pickup artist move uh like comments on like the spanish wine that he got and all kinds of stuff like this like all this like yeah re- she assumes that everything's been like heavily researched and to be fair some of the things that like has gone on have been heavily researched and weird but like this one is this stuff seems to be more genuine um yeah. but anyway uh yeah basically they get into like it escalates and they get into a, like a shouting match between each other and they throw salad at each other you know <laughs> like adults do and yeah um, exactly yeah she like they uh it ends badly they yell at each other uh she's like hitch assumes that like she just doesn't like what he does like has figured out like his job um mm. when he lied which is bad but like and then just like is judging him super harsh based on that like when really yeah. she's like writes for a gossip magazine and is also like i don't know putting people in these weird situations and talking about their lives and stuff it's like yeah i don't know um anyway mm. they get in this argument um and then yeah she like hits the button on the expose story and that gets published in the next gossip rag the next day uh and yeah um it ruins uh hitch's reputation albert and allegra get like broken up basically because um the the articles about like um about them it's like, look, yeah. this guy can get you into bed with Allegra. What was her name? Allegra Cole? Yeah, Allegra Cole. Yeah. Like any old schlub can have sex with her because of this guy. And it's like, it's it's like a triple threat, like fucking all of them over. <laughs> like, yeah. In one single story. Um, Albert sees it and like freaks out, destroys a newspaper stand <laughs> and gets arrested. <laughs> and <laughs> mm. <laughs> in, in his style um it's just sort of like panics and like gets accosted on the street by like random people being like did you sit up my man to with me and it's like no yeah. i don't know who you are um yeah it's it, i quite enjoyed that bit um yeah i loved that like the idea of the doubt going across new york city of like oh yeah. man my schlubby husband may have been like a, a hitch deal all along yeah again it's like a very weird low stakes ghostbusters where all the ghosts <laughs> come out over new york city it's a very similar <laughs> energy yeah you know romance ghosts <laughs> romance ghosts yeah <laughs> i hear that's what the new one's gonna be about yeah <laughs> all the romance ghosts um yeah anyway the girls uh casey and sarah go speed dating because casey like wanted that to happen uh sarah is doing it as a pre-arranged yeah yeah so they go do that um and hitch like sneaks in and confronts sarah about like this whole thing and is basically trying to like understand like the issue where the issue lies Mm. between them and they have this like insanely distracting argument um, which is playful laughs a lot of the time with the like supporting characters in this room being like awkward speed daters. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we get into the um, the clocks and we find out that it was Vance, of course, stirring, stirring mm. this all up. 
And Hitch is like, oh my God, cite your damn sources. What is this <laughs> investigative journalism we hear? This is terrible. This is, even for a gossip rag, you don't go to people <laughs> like Vance for, for quality information. And he makes this like huge speech to the room about like, about relationships and like yeah. about how, <laughs> how like people like Vance are keeping him in a job because they're complete assholes to women and it's making it harder for good guys to approach them because they have their walls up because of the shitty guys. And it's all this like, it's like moral high ground kind of as a message, right? That's like yeah. where he's coming from as Hitch. This is where he like lays it all out. It still sucks. Like it's still like some weird creepy tactics that he's using at the end of the day. This doesn't yeah. rationalize it for me personally. Um, no, but, but in the eyes of the film, he's been right all along. Yeah. 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 And Every, everyone was, in the room's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was trying to, like, you know, see what the modern take on this film was. And I found, like, dudes who were like, oh, man, Eva Mendes' character. I just don't understand why she was so mean to hit. She cost him his job. And it's kind of like, no, hold <laughs> on. His job was never, like, yeah. good and sustainable. <laughs> He could go to another city and do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. I do wonder, like, what does Hitch do now? Like, does he have anything to fall back on? Like, I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Presumably a college degree. Maybe he dropped out to become Hitch. It sounds like it. Like, it seems know. like he abandoned his whole yeah. life. Yeah, he's just Hitch mm. now. He's got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has become Living Hitch. vicariously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, they're having sad, broken hearted moments here over mm. time. And then, um, another uh, beautiful we... shot as Will Smith looks out yeah. over a um, balcony and it looks like it's from Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. A very like dark New York out here. Yeah. Um, very blue. Terrifying. Yeah. Again, the color yeah. grading coming through. Mm. Um, Yeah. Sarah goes to apologize to Hitch for like being misled into ruining his career and yeah. Hitch like throws up his balls. Um, he, they're both like still really sore and hurt about this situation, but she's like extending an olive branch and he's just like swatting it away basically. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like no one's learned any fucking lesson here. It's still like bad. Um, mm. I don't know. It, yeah. Mm. Um, Albert comes by and Hitch is like taking down all his like little notes from people that he set up. And he's like really pissed that Hitch won't help him fix the situation with Allegra because yeah. he's in love with her, like completely inanimate with her. And he says he's going to kill himself in like so many words. He says it like three yeah. different ways that he's going to throw himself off a building. Um, and, uh, basically he calls Hitch a coward for like not acting in the same way and not like, um, mm. feeling this, what he's feeling or like, I don't know, it, not reacting in the same way to his situation. Uh, and yeah, he goes and to chase down and find Allegra to have like a final statement with her and, we get into great gig and we see Allegra is boarding some kind of like super yacht and Hitch is just <laughs> magically on the super yacht. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, 
love this that he's just mm-hmm. out here on the fucking yacht from Tenet. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like basically trying to smooth things over and say repair the relationship between uh, her and Albert. And mm. she's like, oh, I can't believe like you tricked him into or like you you made him do all these things that like you were really you must have really researched me because you nailed all these things about me. Like um, there. But it turns out the things that she lists off like his dance is bad dancing to make herself her make her feel better about her own bad dancing and like him spilling things on uh, himself is like a I don't know. It's like an endearing thing to like. I don't know, calm her down or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, classic all these things. So clumsy. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm. She like really liked that, but that was all stuff that just Albert came up with on his own. That was just who he is as a person rather yeah. than anything that Hitch told him to do. And that's what she fell in love with. Um, so she was in love with the real Albert all along. Aww. Aww. Um, Aww. And yeah, uh, yeah, Albert at this point comes back on the boat and chokes it Hitch out briefly with his yeah. Kevin James super strength. And then, um, uh, yeah, they, like, reconcile and get back together. Not him and uh, Hitch, him and him and uh, Allegra. Um, hmm. I presume they reconcile as well, but yeah. just less passionately. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then Hitch runs off to sort out his, his other situation is inspired now the color grading's like gone crazy everything's super colorful after love is returned to be real um and his hitch powers have come back <laughs> you know <laughs> in this moment right uh he realizes that um it will like hitch is supposed to be realizing that and in fact his advice is that he's just giving these guys the confidence to talk to the people they like and then they kind of do the rest like yeah they have the power in them all along you know Mm. yeah he's just like it's a real 90 percent issues yeah yeah like that's the idea that the movie's trying to say here like Mm. that's honestly not bad like that one's okay in my book um out of out of the moralizing that this movie does like i think that one's all right um yeah yeah uh so yeah he goes to sarah's place to try and repair things with her he's like stumbling over his words and we go into money and then like he like gets her to close the door and talks to her with the door closed because he's like too nervous yeah Um, i like that he's like oh there's no me behind the door to like coach me through me talking to you (laughs) like yeah who hitches the hitches Um, yeah <laughs> that is so true <laughs> oh man um and yeah he like he basically admits to her that he's in love with her and he says like he says it terribly he says he wants mm. to be miserable if that's what it takes to be happy which is like what that's yeah a person dude. who doesn't understand love trying to explain that feeling <laughs> um uh anyway she opens the door and this, uh, like, tall, hunky guy he comes out. Yeah. Uh, some guy called Tom Reader, I've written in my notes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, she's like, it's implied that she's hooked up with him. And she's like, I think we should just both move on and probably be better. 
And he's like, just doesn't take no for an answer so many times here. Yeah. Uh, and to a distressing degree, he chases her out to the street. She gets in a car with the other guy, starts yeah. driving away. He like climbs over the car and throws himself in front of it because he's so in love with her. This all this sucks. Don't like, yeah. what the fuck. Um, it's also implied here. Well, it's not implied. Um, he's like basically gets up from doing all this dramatic stuff and then says, "Oh, I love you," and they have a kiss. And it turns out that this was all a like big hitch move that Sarah had put together because mm. the guy that she uh, had in her house was her sister's husband who was nearby for some reason. Yeah, it's like oh, I it was reckon all he was just hitch another trick. hitch. Yeah, she's just hired him for sure. Yeah, a rogue hitch from another yeah. state. <laughs> yeah, hitch versus hitch. The hitch multiverse. Yes. Yes, I need it. I needed the I need the DVD <laughs> box set, Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 very weird, awkward into this movie. It's like very tense, and I don't mm. buy them as a couple because of how like awful this whole ending sequence is for me. You know, like yeah. it's just like. He's like willing to destroy his own life or whatever for this girl because he's so in love with her or whatever. But it's just like bad and dramatic. It's nothing like the Kevin James thing. Um, yeah. Where he it's nothing like the, the rest lesson. of the movie. It's not like breezy yeah. enough or like there's not none of the charm of the actors is there. Like maybe it's just we're barreled down by the anti charm of Pink Floyd. Yeah. yeah. Could be. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, yeah, it turning out to be like a big hitch move that she's pulled on hitch is like, it kind of undercuts the point as well. Mm. It's like very weird, but whatever, I guess it's like fine. Um, anyway, we cut <laughs> into the, uh, the final scene, the, like the wrap up bit with Albert and Allegra getting married They're Well, they're, it's their wedding and they're all, everyone's dancing around, uh, celebrating, and uh, as we go into us and them, uh, Casey is out here alone at the wedding. She's here stag and uh, she has to give the Heimlich to this old lady uh, yeah. who is nearby choking on a grape. Um, and But this is, of course, a hitch ploy to set her up with the hot guy at the wedding. And yeah. this granny is like a hired stooge here <laughs> to choke on grapes. Yeah. Um, classic. Um Nobody then, chokes yeah. on a grape quite like her. It's true. She's the she she is the, number one grape choker. <laughs> number one grape choker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. There you go. Um, and yeah, it, the the movie finishes up with everyone like an extended dance sequence here yeah. at the wedding. This is like a like a long like corridor of dance where everyone's showing off their crazy moves. Everyone's into yeah, it. Yeah. Very like yeah, it really is actually. Mm. Um, outro to Shrek for sure. They don't sail away in a giant onion. Instead, Albert <laughs> does the splits and um, tears his pants. And yeah, we fade to the credits. What did you think? How did it sink? Oh my gosh. Oh, well, 
I don't know. I really wanted to be like, because a lot of the, like, every time I've mentioned 90 and 10 so far, mm. I kind of was doing it by accident, not realizing that those numbers had sn- sunk through. But, like, I would love it if we could say this was a 9 or a 1. So we've got that 90 and 10 kind of thing. But I don't know. It's like a middling sink with that good money yeah. um, moment, the alarms for Vance. Oh. Yeah. It could be a, a of- 1.9. Yeah. A one plus the 90% of a one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. As you say, you there, there were, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. There were a couple of like pretty good ones at the start that kind of freaked me out, but then basically like long dirges of nothing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with a 1.9 on hitch. 1.9. Yeah. Nice. What are we doing for the sex number, Gareth? Um, <laughs> I need to know. Well, I've always thought, like, it must take forever to get a film to sync with, like, Dark Side of the Moon. Like, the edit must take so long. Mm. So I tracked down a film that was supposed to come out in, like, 2001 and okay. didn't come out until 2012. And Whoa. then nobody saw it. And there's a lot of <laughs> weird reasons it didn't come out. Um, mainly the reason I think it, had, like, didn't come out for so long is that it's considered one of the worst films ever. Wow. Um yeah, so for the funny number, we're we're having we're having tea for two. We're doing a film called Food Fight! Exclamation point two thousand twelve. <laughs> oh no! Have you heard of Food Fight? I Exclamation have point two thousand twelve. But you know, oh. you know the story that the only movie I've ever walked out of was because of a food fight. So I am terrified. Oh no! Uh, I'm very excited, but I'm very scared. Oh. So. Okay, Food Fight, 2012's Food Fight. Yeah, I vaguely, all I know is the legend of why it took so long. I don't really know anything about it. Great. Um, Yeah, I encourage everyone to go in not knowing anything. Dig it out. see what we get. Figure it out. Yeah. Throwing our food across the the pod. Yeah. (laughs) Across the islands of New Zealand. (laughs) I'm very uh, let's excited. Let's hope it's all 3D food flying back and forth for yeah. two hours. <laughs> I kind of hope so. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Some Pink Floyd playing. <laughs> oh. Alrighty. Cool. Let's- well, until then, um, gosh, um, pass a little business card around that says Sink Floyd on it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Or you can do that by heading to our Twitter or um, at Sink Floyd Pod and all those good things. Yeah. And oh, I've been Gareth Blackler. I've been James Barron. And we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Business cards. Business cards are kind of. Business cards are kind of the. Um, they're kind of like uh, Twitter in a way. You're right. I just, yeah, I just finally thought about it. It's been a long oh. day, Gareth. <laughs> oh, now do your, of course, I'm sure you've written a Will Smith style rap to end this episode, so All right. take it, James. All right, here we go. Oh, no, I must have cut out for that. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. oh it was hot fire, but unfortunately <laughs> the microphones didn't pick it up. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon. 
Oh, hot fire. <laughs> oh, we should just have that as the intro. I'm sorry, my mind like <laughs> melted when I tried to <laughs> say that Twitter thing. What the fuck was going on there? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like such a boomer. Oh, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right.